Hey guys, my name is Nick, and this is the podcast A Random Wikipedia Article. And today, I'm going to be reading an article that I came across yesterday while reading a randomly generated article, and that is the article on the Belmez Faces. The Belmez Faces, or the Faces of Belmez, is an alleged paranormal phenomenon in a private house in Spain. The phenomenon started in 1971, when residents claimed images of faces appeared in the concrete floor of the house. Located at the Perriera family home at Calle Real 5, Belmez de la Moraleda, Jean, Andalusia, Spain. Wow. Um, the Belmez faces have been responsible for bringing large numbers of sightseers to Belmez. Various faces have supposedly appeared and disappeared at irregular intervals since 1971 and have been frequently photographed by the local newspapers and curious visitors. Many Belmez residents believe that the faces were not made by human hand. Some paranormal investigators believe that it is a photographic phenomenon, subconsciously produced by the deceased former owner of the house, Maria Gomez Camara. Skeptical researchers have performed extensive tests on the faces and believe that they are fabrications, possibly created as part of a hoax. It is suspected that the Pereira family may have perpetrated the hoax for financial gain. And it does have a picture of one of the faces here, and it's kind of creepy, but one, you know, again, it honestly could just be a coincidence because humans are hardwired to see patterns and I don't think that this is definitely beyond all doubt that it is um, just randomly occurring and just a coincidence that it looks like a human face. But then again, it said that they are randomly appearing, so it would follow that there have been many of them that have appeared at different times. So in that case, I mean, it can't just be coincidence. History. Reports of appearances in Belmez began on 23 August 1971, when Maria Gomez Camara claimed that a human face formed spontaneously on her concrete kitchen floor. Maria's husband, Juan Pereira, Juan Pereira and their son, Miguel, destroyed the image with a pickaxe and new concrete was laid down. However, the Pereira story goes, a new face formed on the floor. The mayor of Belmez was informed and forbade the destruction of the new face. Instead, the concrete floor was cut out and taken for study. Now, why was the mayor even informed? I mean, why should he care? This has nothing to do with the mayor. Um, I, I, it would make sense if they said that, you know, and this wasn't in 1900. This was in 1971. That really makes no sense to me that the mayor would be informed, number one, or that if he was informed, that he would care at all. Um, that has nothing to do with him and his job or anything like that. Um, I feel like it would make a lot more sense if they said, like, you know, if someone at a university um, was informed, someone that had something to do with uh, either a paranormal phenomena or even just a scientist. I don't know. This honestly does kind of sound like a hoax to me. Maria's home was advertised to the tourists as La Casa de las Caras, the House of the Faces. By Easter of 1972, hundreds of people were flocking to the house to see the faces. 
For the next 30 years, the Pereira family claimed that the faces continued to appear, both male and female, and of different shapes, sizes, and expressions. So if that's true, it would definitely go beyond a, um, a coincidence. But then again, you know, they said that, um, that people have investigated and believe it to be a hoax perpetrated for financial gain. And that makes complete sense to me. I'm not someone that doesn't believe in the occult or the um, mystical or supernatural necessarily. I mean, I don't specifically believe in it either, but I don't necessarily disbelieve in it. So I'm not, you know, saying like, oh, nothing like this could ever happen. Um, it's completely impossible. But um, to me, this does sound like a hoax. The investigations. There have been several investigations into the Belmez case. The forgery hypothesis. In an article published in, July 1990, in the July 1993 issue of the Journal of the Society for Psychical Research, Luis Ruiz Noguez noted that the presence of three cations, or cations, I don't know how to pronounce that. Used as pigments in the manufacture of paint must be mentioned. Zinc, lead, and chromium. Two of these, lead and chromium, lay the foundation for suspecting the use of paint in making the Belmez faces. Ruiz Noguez postulated that lead was used for several reasons. Lead was, for many years, the most commonly used pigment in making the primary colors. Two, the percentage of chromium in the analysis was too low to be a viable option. 3. Lead tends to cause dark, difficult-to-see colorations, something that does not happen in chromium. 4. The most common and cheapest primary colors are enamels that contain lead. These enamels are widely used in the home since they are easy to apply. Oh, okay, well that's bad. Isn't lead poisoning a thing? That's why we don't ever have lead anymore in our homes. So, these enamels are widely used in the home. And this was in 1993. Didn't they already know about lead poisoning at that time? I don't know. That's weird. The ICV analysis does not demonstrate the non-existence of paint. On the other hand, Ruiz Nagues also points to several objections to the hypothesis of utilization of paint on the ICV samples. Alkadilic type enamels do not withstand abrasion. Paint leaves a film that is easily, easily differentiated from the substratum, and the alkadalic's chemical tolerance to acids, alkalis, and detergents is low. Miguel Martin Serrano, a sociologist at the Complutense University of Madrid, wrote a laborious study, Sociologica del Milagro, or The Sociology of a Miracle. The first book that a skeptic has written about this case exclusively. Throughout this book, Serrano interviews dozens of Belmez inhabitants, but never mentions anyone by name. However, Serrano's study is a contribution to explain the social dynamics of what he believes was a hoax perpetrated for financial gain. You know, I kind of want to read that. If that's been translated into English, I would enjoy reading that book. That sounds cool. Of course, I'm already reading literally 500 books at a time, never finish any of them. I don't think I should start a new one. Um, although Jose Luis Jordan was vice president of the president of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology, he was rather skeptical. In Jordan's Casas Encantadas, 
Poltergeist, he analyzes cases of supposed haunted houses in Spain, including the Belmez case. In 1971, a department of the Spanish Ministry of the Interior asked Jordan to head a commission that appointed diverse technicians specializing in concrete chemistry to carry out an exhaustive study of the strange occurrences in Belmez and present a report to such, on such to the authorities. In the report, Jordan deals with several possibilities of fraud. Now, I'm wondering, is his last name actually pronounced Jordan or is it Jordan? Because, you know, in Spanish, the J is Ia, so I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. I think it's probably Jordan. Um, so I'm going to go with that from here on out. Uh, Jordan. Pigmentation with a dark brownish substance, a mixture of soot and vinegar, and the aggressive action of a chemical compound. In an interview by two members of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology, Jordan stated, With regards to the enigma of the chemical procedure, I solved it by discovering that this compound can be found in any drugstore by asking for a German product to remove concrete stains. The mystery that the images were invisible and latent for some time is thereby solved. Hmm. Okay. So I'm a little confused on what they said happens. Huh. In Spain, other skeptical parapsychologists have also maintained the forgery hypothesis. Ramos Pereira, president of the Spanish Psychology Society of Parapsychology, stated that it was found that La Pava, the first and most famous of the Belmez faces, had coloration and deduced it had been painted. Through infrared photography, we saw that this one had added pigmentation over the original appearance, and even the paintbrush bristles could be perceived. Of course, after that, we had no doubts it had been painted. So I guess I was right. La Pava was later embedded in the wall of Maria's home for exhibition purposes. I want to see that one. Let me look it up. That would be typed L-A-P-A-V-A. -A -A. La Pava. Oh, and when I type that in, it does not come up. Okay. La Pava, comma. Belmez. Yeah. Okay, so I I'm think that this must have been the first of the faces. And this one is cannot be mistaken for a coincidence or pattern recognition. This is definitely a face that was drawn by someone who's not very good at drawing faces, to be quite honest. Um, so, I mean... I don't quite find this believable whatsoever, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, that just does not look believable at all. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure why anyone really ever believed that it was not a hoax, to be honest with you. But some of the later ones looked a lot more like, well, first of all, they looked creepier. They didn't look like someone who was bad at drawing drew them. And they were more, ob they look more obscure. They look like they could possibly be a coincidence, but possibly not. So, I mean, I don't know. 
Let me get back to the article. Besides the ICVs, there are other chemical analyses on the Belmez faces performed by J.J. Alonso, a researcher of the Spanish National Research Council. The Alonso report was originally published in Sci Communicacion, the journal of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology. However, the results are ambiguous on the subject of how the images were formed. Also, Alonso refused to wield judgment on the photographic claims. However, his analysis did confirm the presence of a melanocratic compound, which no idea what that is. Uh, in general, the artificial cement is made from limestone, clay, and gypsum. Natural cements are obtained from rocks containing lime and clay. The main components are lime and kaolinitic clay. There are some cements, such as the aluminous, derived from aluminous and lime materials that are black, melanocratic. The presence of aluminum in the analysis of the Belmez face, called El Paleo, the bald one, could indicate that an aluminum-type cement was being dealt with. However, in his report, Alonso does not indicate the percentage of said cation, nor its structure, resistance to compression, elasticity module, chemical resistance, or other characteristics necessary to differentiate a Portland cement from an aluminum cement. A lot of stuff that I don't understand. The photographic hypothesis. The main researchers of the Belmez case were Hans Bender and Germán de Agumosa. They collaborated in Belmez and Freiburg in the early 1970s when the alleged phenomena began. Neither Bender nor Argumosa published an official report on them. Bender wrote very little about the case in his journal Zeitschrift für Parapsychology. Argumosa, a Spanish parapsychologist, spent two years evaluating what he believed was a gothic mystery, but published nothing on the subject either. Bender did mention the case in passing and referred to it in some of his lectures. His crucial statement referring to the ceiling of areas on the floor where some faces were in progress with a transparent plastic material. In Belmez, slight changes of the phases configuration during the period when the phenomenon was under seal, attested by a notary, have contributed to ensure its paranormal origin. Hmm. Okay. The only believer who has published an entire book on the case is Jose Martinez Romero. His book, La Caras de Belmez, is a collection of anecdotes. Martinez Romero is not worried about falsifying the paranormal hypothesis. An advantage of this and other cases of alleged photographic appearances is that as the paranormal interpretation is falsifiable, it is not a pseudo-scientific hypothesis. Hmm. Okay. Um, I don't quite understand what they're saying. Argumosa himself, who used to be the main defender of this case in Spain, believes that Martinez Romero discredited the phenomenon with his book. Hmm. Well, I'm super confused about what that exactly meant. other photographic appearances is that the paranormal interpretation is falsifiable so it's not a pseudoscientific hypothesis huh well the most serious publication to date by a believer appears in the first chapter of the book the seen and unseen by andrew carr mckenzie mckenzie did not speak spanish and during his stay in belmez lacked an interpreter only a taxi driver and martinez romero's son were able to assist him though very little 
ICV analysis. Scientific studies carried out on Abelma's face were performed by the Instituto de Ceramica y Vidrido, or ICV, Institute of Ceramics and Glass. With samples from two of the faces recovered by Father J. M. Pilon's team in September 1990. The samples, one 30 milligrams and the other 60 milligrams, were subjected to various tests, tests such as granulometric, mineralogical, and chemical. According to Carbalao, the result expressed in an extremely abridged form was that no traces of paint were found at any place. Carbalal does not mention which faces were analyzed, nor which part of the faces correspond to each of the samples, nor what kind of mineralogical or chemical analysis was performed. And then there's a little chart, which mentions zinc, barium, copper, chromium, phosphorus, and lead, and a bunch of numbers on it. Uh, ICV is a respectable institution that belongs to the Spanish National Research Council. In 1992, Pilon published the above chart in the popular Spanish magazine, Masala. Commentary. Luis Ruiz Noguez believes that the most likely explanation for the visual effect of the Belmez faces is Jordan's suggestion of the use of an oxidizing chemical agent. For example, nitric, sulfuric, muriatic, acetic acid, and others could be used to obtain such an effect. Another explanation might be the use of agents sensitive to light, which was not mentioned in either Jordan's or Pereira's repertoire of forgery hypotheses. Silver nitrate, which, when subjected to ultraviolet sunlight, ultraviolet sunlight darkens. In general, there may be at least three chemical sources capable of producing sim effects similar to that of the Belmez faces. One, products that affect the chemical structure of the cement, which includes some oxidizing agents and several acids. All types of cement are of alkaline nature and therefore easily attacked by acids. Two, products that leave the cement intact but change their chemical structure upon contact with external or agents, such as light or chemical reagents. And three, the utilization of a pigment in a vehicle or resin, as discussed by Ruiz Naguez in his commentary on the ICV chart. According to Ramos Pereira, hypothesis number three was the case of the first wall face, appearance of Belmez, the ghastly face known as La Pava. Presently, this old face is fading out in the dark humid cement, as can be seen, in the photographs of the website. Skeptical investigator Joe Nickel has written that the Belmez faces were deliberately faked and the faces looked very amateurish in design. Brian Dunning of Skeptoid has written that the faces were shown to have been painted on the concrete floor, first with paint and later with acid, and the woman living in the house found to be perpetrating a hoax on the public for financial gain. 2014 Forensic Analysis in 2014, investigative journalism TV show Cuarto Milenio, presented by Iker Jimenez, carried on a technical analysis in order to discover the possible hoax. The research was realized by Jose Javier Grasenea, doctor in chemical engineering and general manager of Medco, and Luis Alamancos, forensic criminalist, chairman of Gabapente Percival Impaval, 
and director of the Spanish Institute of Applied Criminalistics, later awarded with the European Police Cross of Honor. After extracting samples from the faces under the house owner's permission, Grasenea proceeded to analyze them and concluded that the images weren't made with paint. And according to scientific knowledge and techniques employed in the analysis, there is no external e manipulation or elements in the faces. Almanicos then attempted to reproduce similar images through a variety of methods considered valid in previous investigations, including, but not limited to, concrete solvents, hydrochloric acid, and silver nitrate. He declared failure in his attempt to replicate the faces, concluding the words summarizing his opinion are absolute bewilderment. Well, that's strange. The new Belmez faces. Maria Gomez, the purported psychic that allegedly produced the appearances, died in February 2004 at the age of 85. After her death, the popular psychic reader Pedros Amaros tried to discover more photographic appearance in Gomez's house. A new wave of Belmez faces thus took place. However, Amaros' claims have been debunked in the Spanish media. In November 2004, the newspaper El Mundo published the article New Belmez Faces Faked by Ghostbusters and Municipal Government. The government was involved? Interesting. Um, in May 2007, journalist Javier Cavaniles, Cavaniles and investigator Francisco Manez published a book called Los Caras de Belmez, which has the double meaning of the faces of Belmez and the scoundrels of Belmez where they explained the history of the scam and pointed to Maria's son, Diego Pereira, as the author of the mysterious paintings. So that's the end of the article, which I thought was interesting. And I would like to read on what photography is, because I've never heard of that. And I think that that would make an interesting um, subject for an article. And so I guess we're sort of veering away from doing completely randomly generated articles, but I think that that would be an interesting article to read tomorrow. And I will see you guys then.